The podcast is back. The podcast is back. The podcast is back. Welcome to Just Another White Guys Podcast. I'm Dustin Jones. Happy to have you along for the ride one more time on this special recording of Sunday Church. Now, this may actually end up eventually spinning off to be its own thing where we drop these uh, on you know a different day where we bring Sunday church. But it's a new concept. It's a new thing we're doing here in the Jones household. We're just uh, bringing people in, and we'll get into Sunday church here a little bit more uh, with my guest coming up, uh, Adam Furrow. I think, I think that's how you say his last name, I believe. I, I, I get it right when I recorded it earlier, but uh, you'll hear all about what's going on with Sunday church. But I got... I know you're usually ready for Nikki at this point in the show. Like, I know all of my dedicated joggers are like, are you bringing Nikki in? Where's Nikki's laugh? I want to hear, hear that laugh. I got a different laugh for you, though. But where's the laugh? Give me that laugh. What, what laugh? What are you talking you about? You know your laugh. You got the Ken laugh. It's, uh, it's the man, the myth, the legend, Ken. We won't, we won't give his full Christian name out again. We did that once. He's just Ken. That's all you need to know. Already. All you need to know is it's Ken. Exactly. What's up, man? Man, I'm killing here, dude. Let's go. Happy to have you back in the house again. Likewise. What is this? uh, It's like your third time coming in and hanging out. Third. Yeah. Yeah, third. Yeah. Yeah. Second podcast, third hangout. Right, right. I think uh, after after we recorded our last podcast, I think you were here like two nights later. It was like, hey, people are coming through. Why don't you come back over? Oh, okay. And that's that's when we realized that uh, you have a, a love of... Delicious meats and cheeses. Oh, absolutely! So much good stuff. And you've uh, you come through for Sunday church. I think. Uh, what do you think about this concept? I think we definitely want to get more people. But having Adam, Adam, and Wendy here tonight was awesome, and getting to know them a little bit better. And oh, it's, it's, a, it's a cool, thing. cool I, thing. I I do think the one mistake that we made is launching it this weekend with all the holidays and stuff coming up, people are committed to holiday parties and stuff like that, or, or are not looking forward to the holiday parties that they have to go to. So they're like, I'm not going to another fucking thing. Yeah. So we'll see. But, uh, I think it's something we're definitely going to do on the regular. And I know any excuse for you to come over and have some, uh, some wine and some cheeses and some meats and just chill. Some, some acrimen. You, you don't, uh, I don't got to twist your arm too hard for that. Not really. No. no. So, uh, You've been good. Uh, I got a lot of traction on uh, on your podcast. A lot of people were interested in what you had to say. Amazing, really. Th- thought you were enjoyable. Right on. Like to listen to the uh, sultry tones of your voice. <laughs> I think uh, I think the ladies are a big fan. You know, typically, you put yourself over a little bit there. Come on, that was your opportunity to be like, yeah, you know, I know, I, I know what's up. I mean, you know, it, it's it is what it is. <laughs> There, there, there was a funny story after uh, when you were here last time, and uh, you you had a cookie in your hand. I did for about forty five minutes, and you it may and have I, been forty minutes, but maybe. But uh, you and I had to, you and I were a little bit lubed up when we did that podcast. Yeah, man, we had, we've had a few uh, we'd had a few uh, a few sodas in us. Yeah, and uh, I didn't notice, but uh, I sat down to do the open with Nikki a few days later. And she was like, "What? What's going on with this?" And uh, there was a streak of uh, melted chocolate on my microphone handle. I'm so like, sorry oh, about Ken that. Just, Ken, Ken just leaving a little love, <laughs> just a little love, just a little something to remember him by. 
So sorry about that. It's a beautiful. Man. It's all, hey, it's all good. I'm sure that these. I'm sure microphones have been exposed to way weirder stuff than that. These microphones probably. I mean, you know, these are good Christian microphones. They haven't been exposed to too many weird things. Well, I, I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't know what goes on when you know we ain't looking. But you know, Marty's been on that microphone, so you never know what kind of weirdness mm. could have happened. Mm. So uh, we're we're about to roll into the holiday season, and of course, there's a uh, holiday editions of Just Another White Guys podcast. Coming up in the next couple of weeks, uh, cheap plug for my own show. Uh, you got any big holiday plans, man? Um, I don't. I'm going to be um, working through this project we got going on over at work, um, buying some more gifts, and maybe getting something for myself, too. Nice. It's important to take care of yourself at the holiday season. Right. Got, a, got something in mind? Uh, for myself? Yeah. Oh, sure. So I'm looking at something beyond, you know, fragrance, obviously. Right. Um, I'm looking at something called a, uh, hack RF. Okay. And, um, basically it's a software defined, uh, radio module. And so what that is, is it's basically, um, a module that will allow you to decode within software, uh, radio signals. Whoa. And so you can hear whatever that module can re- receive and this one can get everything. Whoa. You know, so that that seems cool. It, it's very fun. I I don't. That's too smart for me. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't really understand all that science shit. You, you don't even know what to say. What I, don't, I don't. That was all. That got all sciencey and shit. On <laughs> you me, got, you got quiet for a second. Not, I'm, I'm like, well, my mind was blown. Ken, I'm not. You know, wouldn't be the first time. No, man. Definitely always, won't be the last. You're always open me. You're always opening me up to these new things. So what? Like, what kind of radio signals would you listen to? Like, just like. Shoot, anything and everything. It could be the radio itself, like FM. It could be AM. It could be airplanes flying past. It could be um, hospital pagers. Um, it could be um, the radios that they use when you're at the drive-thru. Yeah. Um, it could be in-store music um, that they play, you know, like at, a, you know, at the mall or the gallery or something like that. So what, what would be the reason to have that? Um, to get the signals. I know, but what do you want those signals for? Like, just to listen? Just for fun? For for fun. Um, are, you and, gonna, are you gonna, like, pull, like, are you gonna do tricks on people or some shit? Like, uh, hack into there and be like, hey, have, uh, blah, 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 blah. I have like, no, 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 no tricks planned. Are you gonna go to the mall and, like, hack their signal and be like, uh, blue light special on aisle seven or some shit like that. We got a special deal going on. Watch y'all, like... I mean that's totally possible, but like that's not that's not my motivation. My okay. motivation is purely like, you know, on on the receiving end of it. Okay. Um, and I've used one before, um, back at, at a former company. A uh, colleague there um, had one, and he loaned it to me for a week, and I was blown away by the sheer amount of data that's just freely available. Yeah. You know, so it, it's just it's kind of like the same reason, you know, why would you listen to the radio? Right. Oh, well, you know, because I like the station that is yeah. playing. And it's the same sort of thing here. OK. Uh, it's, it's all sorts of stuff. And you would just be blown away if you saw what was just freely floating around yeah. in the air. Yeah, for you sure. Know? You you mentioned buying some buying presents for other people. Do you, do you have like uh, like brothers and sisters to buy gifts for and shit like that? Or who, uh, no, who, just, just uh, getting one um, or get getting a few from my mom. Nice. Yeah, makes it difficult because you know her birthday is like 
seven days after Christmas. Oh, okay. So I've got to figure out, you know, creative ways to space that out. Right. You know, um, but yeah, beyond that, I may pick up one for the boss, something like that. Um, but yeah, um, it's just going to be basically myself, uh, her, and any, you know, one else uh, that happens to get a gift this year. Beautiful. That sort of thing. My, uh, my mom's gift is uh, I'm showing up at her house for Christmas, which I haven't done in like uh, like 17, 18 years. Okay. I'm going home for Christmas for the first time, so I'm excited to, to make that happen. Get on a plane on Christmas Eve. Not gonna be on, you're not going to get on no boat? No boat. No boat. There's, well, there's not a lot of water to, to go on between here and Oregon. You can go up to Mississippi. That goes north. I, I'm not trying to go north, bro. I'm trying to go west. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> we did we did have a great boat conversation earlier tonight should we oh, absolutely. should, we, should yes. we let the people in on you know actually if i incorporated a business and then we went and did podcasts in jamaica for christmas hmm. as work you could just write that shit off Maybe business trip, an actual business meeting instead of the regular business meetings that we have. We could have an actual business meeting. <laughs> Holy shit! It's, We're creating industry over I'm just, here. I'm just creating all kinds of plans. I have a great business idea coming up later in the podcast that you're definitely going to want to listen to. Adam and I start spitballing on uh, some uh, something that I know piqued his interest. So you never know; there, there could be businesses all in the works. It's going to be a two, I have a feeling 2019 is going to be a beautiful year, sir. Me too. I, I, I really do, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sad to hear that you won't be getting on the boat, you know, to go check on mom, <laughs> uh, whether it's possible or not. Well, you know, anything could happen. I might, I, it's conceivable. I could go on a boat when I'm at my mom's. I can do that. You know, it's not far from the ocean. Right. My mom's house. My mom has a, my mom and her boyfriend have a beach house. That's cool. Like a little cabin out on the coast. I'll send you pictures when I'm there. Right on. Do that. Yeah, the Oregon see. coast. The Oregon coast in December. It's not exactly uh, the Keys or Jamaica or anything like that, but still the ocean. The ocean is beautiful. I love the ocean. Me too. Not this Galveston bullshit either. Like the no, real that's, ocean. That's, that's the armpit of the Mississippi. That, that ain't. That, that's not real ocean. Uh, we got the, uh, I don't know if you knew about it, but we got the uh, flesh shooting bacteria. Yeah, I'm aware. That's why I don't go down in that. I'm not, I don't even fuck with it. Not trying to get no flesh eating bacteria. Yeah, no. Only only for open wounds, so you know. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not about that life. Either way. You you, um, you, ain't, you ain't nobody's guinea pig. I've been I've been to Galveston once. I'm good. Like, <laughs> I've I've seen I've seen I've seen it. I'm good. They've revitalized it though. Yeah, I was there like a year ago. Oh. It was well, after yeah. after after the revitalization? Um, I don't know. What did they change? <laughs> what did they change exactly? I mean you know, you have to pay for parking now in certain areas, and um, they have... Oh, so they gentrified it is what happened. They didn't revitalize it. They gentrified it to make, make yeah. people pay for shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. I did like that they had a little uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream spot down there. That was nice. They do? Yeah, like an actual, like, you could walk in, like, and it's like an ice cream shop, but it was Ben and Jerry's. I think the last... It was a Ben and Jerry's scoop shop. Last time I've been in Ben, ben and Jerry's was on uh, Hate Street in um, San Francisco. Nice. But this was... Oh, Lord. Almost 20 years ago now? Yeah. It's been a minute. Wow. It's, it was long enough for me to think about. 
I love San Francisco. I used to. I don't know. It's I've heard it's like weird now. Yeah, like super, L- likewise, like way likewise, weirder. Likewise, I mean, because it's right. It's never been normal. Yeah, right. It's always been like the the home of the counterculture, but. Yeah. Now it's like home of like the homeless and robots. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's a weird. You either, you either got all kinds of money or you, you got no money. You, you got no kinds of money. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. People just dropping like dookies on the floor and whatever. Like just like, come on now. It's not fucking Bangladesh. No, the Bangladesh is good. Remember? Is it? The, well, no. It's 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 good for you know if if you want to if if you want to gain. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah. I got you. Yeah, but you know. There's not always great plumbing in those places. Oh yeah, well, obviously. I'm talking about infrastructure. Hundred percent. Yeah, beautiful, plenty of beautiful people everywhere, and you know, everywhere we go, there's we're all humans. We're, we're all, all we creatures. We all got beautiful. We all we all got beauty inside of us. Right. Some of us just don't have access to indoor plumbing. That, that's and that's a bitch. It is. It is sad. I think. I think as a world citizen, we should all be able to take a shit inside. Yeah. If you if you so choose, you know, going to dig a proper hole and you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this just went right off the rails. It sure did. Let's let's reel this thing back in. (laughs) So so I I, I mentioned that if I incorporated and made a business, um, maybe, should we just put it out there? Jogpod 2019 live in Jamaica for Christmas. Let's just do a meetup. Anyone that is listening to this podcast that wants to get in on this, let's just all meet in Jamaica for Christmas. Man, that's beautiful. Let's have a big party. I'm I'm 100% behind this idea. We were talking of you know different places and having some back and forth and whatnot. Um, but I really like the idea of uh, Jamaica and you know having an actual uh, business trip. Yeah, over there. Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful sentiment and it's a beautiful thing to think about. I got a busy 2019 coming up though. I got all kinds of shit going on. So we'll just have to see what kind of miracles we can make happen. We can make happen, man. Absolutely. Well, sir, we've uh, had another fun night tonight, and I thank you for jumping in the uh, the cold open seat, and yeah. uh, as Nikki is holding court out in the uh, living room, hey, you know, hey. I didn't want to take her away from, I, I, uh, I know how that goes. from living her best life. <laughs> now, uh, we'll drop this on Tuesday, as we usually do for the podcast, so that means that uh, we'll be recovering from yet another Monday, where we've uh, gotten into some shenanigans, so... Uh, That'll be something we could talk about on another episode of the podcast. Very, very, very possibly. Very, very potentially. You know, whenever we get together, Ken, we're in the same place. That's true. Things happen. Things do happen. Things do happen. Absolutely. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's beautiful, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. It is beautiful. As, <laughs> as, is, as established in uh, our podcast together, I am the ambassador of bad decisions for you. <laughs> you know, Jerry, Jerry Maguire was the ambassador to Quan, uh, the ambassador of Quan for uh, what's his name on uh, Jerry Magu- the Jerry Maguire movie. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, there you go. Ambassador to Quan. I'm your ambassador of bad decisions. Me. It's a beautiful thing, though. Still we'll get, your first mate, man. Goddamn. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know. Hope, I, I feel like as long as we stay out of jail, we're good. <laughs> that's 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 the bar for me. That's the bar for me. Stay out of jail. <laughs> I couldn't agree anymore, man. It's beautiful. All right, man. Well, thank you for uh, jumping in the the chair, and uh, you know, 2019, lots of Ken podcasts I see in my future. Cool, cool. We'll do all kinds of fun stuff. We'll we'll come up with uh, 
you know, you come up with a bit. Do you know what? Do you need a bit? Do you, would you feel better if you had a bit sometime? Um, I mean, like I, I like to go in warm instead of cold, but right. you know, um, typically I, I am my own act, yeah, if you will. So it, you, it's, you just can. I'm Ken, right? Being Ken is Ken. Yeah. You're not. You're not a gimmick. Like it's, it's enough. You're not a gimmick. You're just you. Yeah. And you just sometimes you sometimes your Ken turned at to three where you're right. just chill. Right. And then sometimes you crank that shit up. I do. And that's Absolutely. when. Absolutely. And every version of Ken is beautiful in my eyes. Thank you. So I'm just ready for whichever whichever Ken w- w- whatever come for whichever Ken jumps on the mic. I'm ready for one through ten. That's and even, up, and even when you that. even really even, even when you uh, make it to eleven, I'm still good. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people will flee when that happens, though, man. They ah, do. Pussies. <laughs> well, yeah, they are. But I'm down. I'm down for. I'm down for whatever number you throw at me. I'm with it, man. Shit. All right, everybody. We got. Uh, we got a fun-filled, action-packed, nerdy as fuck podcast coming up for you. We get into some talk about some retro gaming. Adam's super into like. At, uh, Super Nintendo, like a Nintendo and all that sort of stuff. Got all kinds of games. We all talk about all kinds of fun stuff. A lot of good, wholesome entertainment That's for your up. ears. I think you're all going to like it. So, without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Also, at the end of, real quick, before we do that, uh, at the end of this episode, I'll talk about what uh, the schedule is coming up uh, for the next couple of weeks for the podcast. Still, podcast coming up, even though we'll be in the holidays. You'll still have jog pods. You're gonna at some point. You're gonna get sick of hanging out with your family. You're gonna want something to tickle your ear hole. And who would you like to turn to but me to give you that oral pleasure? You. Yeah, you know it. All right, <laughs> let's get to Adam and this week's episode of Just Another Why Guys podcast. Let's go jogging later. Just another white guys podcast, and also something that we're doing near new here at my house. Uh, it's called Sunday Church, and it's uh, you know it's just an opportunity for people to get together and you know hang out, and you know it's people that we've met and and uh, out in different places here in Houston, and we're trying to just build you know like a network of people to hang out with, you know, have some fellowship outside of a you know what what you would call a traditional religious church setting. And it's just something that we're trying out and seeing if we get people interested and they want to come out and have a couple of drinks and have some food. And I thought that we'd also make an opportunity to have some people on the podcast. And so I'm joined today by one of the first people to be at Sunday Church. And uh, that's Adam. And Adam, how do you say your last name? Is it Furrow? Furrow, you got it. Adam Furrow. Welcome to the program, sir. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. So uh, this is your is this your second time you've been in the house or third time? Uh, second time. Second feels, time. This feels like the second time been here because we've we've hung out other places. Yes, specifically doing karaoke. Yes, and I learned some important things about you in karaoke. Yes. Most importantly, that you like Fireball. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't that's technically have to do with karaoke, but it certainly helps. It it does. I find that that uh, Fireball helps me be better at karaoke. 
for the simple fact that it makes me want to do karaoke in the first place. Say, Fireball just for me just wants me to live life better. I want to be a better. <laughs> I want to be a better man. I want to be a better person because of Fireball. How so? How did you guys find Three Sheets? I think you guys. I think Nikki actually. So you guys hadn't been there before. No, never. I mean, it's really close to our house, but okay. we've never ventured out at little karaoke dive bars. Which shame on us. We should have. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, the thing I will say about Three Sheets is that place is a dump. Oh. So there's holes it and is, cobwebs yeah. and it's dirty. And then, so obviously most people that are listening to this have never been there. But if you go there, where they have back where they have the karaoke, they have two love seats, right? And there's like a table in the middle with like a, the nasty ass book of songs. <laughs> this I want to take actually I want to take a sheet of paper next time I go that says nasty ass book of songs and slide it on top just so people understand what they're getting into. I agree. But have you ever looked directly behind the table? No, no, it's kind of dark there's and like dingy. There's like a gap. There. Yeah. There's garbage just oh, sitting back there. Probably rotten from like, bodies. Probably, it's entirely possible that there's decaying human body parts <laughs> there. Uh, probably not, though, because it doesn't well, smell like that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's just... It's not, I'm, I'm impressed it doesn't smell worse. No, I agree. That. And uh, I, I'm afraid, you know, at full light, what that place looks like. Oh, but you're right. it doesn't smell, though. You're right. It yeah. doesn't smell. Never. There's two places that you never want to be when they turn the lights on. A bar or a strip club. <laughs> Yes. Those are not fun places to be. And I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm proud about this. I don't know if I'm happy to share this, but it's happened. I've, I've done both. I've, I've been, I've been at a strip club when they turned the lights on and that I, they did, they turned the lights on and I was like, whoa, that's what it looks like in here. <laughs> it's like, I didn't even realize. So weird. That is crazy. No, it, it I don't know, but I, the places I have enjoyed the most memories as far as bars and karaoke, they're always dives. Yeah. You know, the clubs, the places that are nice, the places that have nice decor, yeah. you know, $20 drinks, whatever. I don't like those places. I want yeah. a place with $3 fireball shots with, you know, karaoke and the, the nastiest karaoke book sheet music, whatever that you've ever seen. That's a little dumpy, but you know what? That There's a lot more great people there. There's Three Sheets has a lot of great talent that's good to listen yeah. to. The bartenders, the owners are really nice. Like. I like that. It's a homey atmosphere for me. I like that. Like the second time I went in there, they're like, "Hey, man, good yeah. to see you." And they already knew what I they, drank. Exactly. Last time, That's and insane. Like, it's like, and one of the to go back to the th- the when saying how it doesn't smell that bad. I think that does have something to do with the fact that they have fried food in there. Yeah. And so you just get that layer of stale fried food smell, which is not terrible. No, no, bad. It right. also makes me kind of um, harken back to my younger days. My dad used to have a restaurant. Oh, like okay. A, like a mom and pop like cafe. Yeah. And so French fries and burgers and all that sort of stuff. So that grease smell. And there was a point in time where there was an apartment above the restaurant oh. in this building. And I lived above the restaurant. And I, there was an opening to the downstairs there's no window or anything. Yeah. You, no one could see into it, but I could hear everything that was going on. But that also meant I got all of the smell, and like there was like layer of like the film oh. from just like the grease gets in the air or whatever and oh, just permeates yeah. everything. I was like, I smell like a French fry right now. <laughs> I'm gonna need to like clean this room. Yeah, not had that experience. That's a uh, good story. Those good were times. interesting times. Good times. You. Live here in Houston for you. How long have you lived here in Houston? Uh, just over four years. So before that, did you live in Michigan? Is yep. that that my entire life? Yeah. Okay. Where at in Michigan? Oh, uh, I, I grew up in Hastings, Michigan. Okay. Uh, but then the, the big city, Michigan, Grand Rapids, second biggest city, in Michigan. Represent. Um, lived there for a number of years before moving. So here. W- the reason I ask this is one of my best friends in the world. Shout out Rod Stark. Uh, 
a frequent contributor to this podcast, the Jog Pod Hall of Famer, first ballot. He is from Nuego, Michigan. Oh, yeah. That's 45 minutes, 40 and minutes. Does, uh, and is a FedEx delivery driver in Grand Rapids. Okay, yeah. So that's when I when I, people say they're from Michigan, I'm always curious. And that he was, uh, you actually met him when you were here for my birthday. Yes. So I enjoyed talking with him. It was an interesting time. <laughs> it, was. it was an interesting night to be here. <laughs> we, we, we don't get into specifics no, as to why never on this would. podcast. Of course not. Because of certain things. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, he's a Michigan guy, and he'll be listening to this podcast. He'll be excited that, uh, that he, I think he's originally from Grant. Yeah, yeah, I think he but mentioned like that. Like Grant, yeah. Nuego, yeah. like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, is, did you and Wendy get your wife? Your wife, Wendy, is here, and they're out in the living room chit-chatting. My wife and, yeah. and uh, your wife and my buddy Ken, who we also met at Three Sheets, and I kind of just co-opted as my new best friend. I was nope. like, no, he. I, I think it's a great best friend choice. If yeah. you want to be honest, so with do you. I. Yeah. I. I like to accumulate. One of my one of my goals in life is just to accumulate interesting people. Yeah, I find your life becomes much more fulfilled if you have interesting people around you, and that's one of the things that's been hardest about Houston is we've we haven't really met a lot of people here because we don't go out. I get real. I get burnt out at work. Yeah, and then the last thing I want to do is like I do four. 12 hour days and it's like oh yeah you want to go out to a restaurant now or you want to go out to i'm i'm good i'm yeah, just gonna yeah. you know and then it's a day and a half later and oh i guess i'll go back to work now but uh you you and your wife you got married in in uh michigan we did how long have you guys been together we've been if he it's 15 years 16 in march wow right so you guys decided to make the move to houston so that was a big change for you guys, huh? The biggest. Like, Wendy is a Navy brat, so she moved around all over during her oh, okay. life. Me, I, you know, Hastings to Middleville to Grand Rapids, all within 30 minutes of each other. Right. So going to Houston, something not Houston specifically, I've never always wanted to do, but I'm always like, later in life, I'm like, I really want to get out of here. I want to experience something more than this little shell, this little bubble that I live in, this small town feel. Right. Uh, I felt that my, my aspirations, my uh, viewpoint in the world was bigger than where I lived. So... It, it was like a, once that realization happened, it was more like a five-year plan. Like, oh, you know, maybe we, you know, save up some funds, get more equity in the home we just bought. You know, maybe we'll, we'll venture on and see what we can do across the country. Right. Literally within that epiphany, six months, get a call from a recruiter from Houston for a place that I had a colleague that just moved back from that talked very highly about. Wow. Um, saying, hey, we got a job for you in Houston. You'd be perfect for you listening. And I'm like, yeah, this is serendipity. Uh, yeah, sign me up. That's a beautiful thing. It's crazy. So it was no hesitation. You're like, I'll do it. Let's go. No, I talked to Wendy for, you know, maybe a day uh, just talking about it. And she had the same aspirations too. Like, let's get out of here. Let's move somewhere, anywhere else. Just try to set roots somewhere else. Meet yeah. some new people, new things, new sites, whatever. And Houston, never been to Texas. So it was the first, first, when I had interview interview here, it was the first time I've ever been yeah. to Texas in general. So, yeah, it was a big move. It was a challenging move, honestly. It took us almost a year to acclimate. Uh, for Wendy had a really big anxiety, a little depression, you know, moving away from her family, and yeah. uh, it was it was a struggle for both of us. But um, plus, if you're not prepared for Houston, right? There's no like, I didn't fully understand what I was getting into when no. I moved down here. And the first time, like I've been in big cities before, like I've been in Chicago, right? And, like, but I never lived there. Yeah. But like we lived near Minneapolis, and we li- like I'm I'm from Oregon, so I've been in Portland and all this stuff. Of course, these are not small cities. No. But they're also not big cities. Correct. They're you know kind of mid range. 
and you come to Houston, it is a whole other world down here. It really is. And you, at, the first time we came to Houston, we drove down from Oklahoma. And you come in on 45, <laughs> and you get just to the – once you get to the woodlands and it opens up to four lanes in the interstate, yeah. you better be ready to drive like you're running a NASCAR race. Yes. I say the exact same thing. In NASCAR races, everybody's racing to the finish line. Get that trophy. And I, I just, it's, it's something that you just cannot be prepared for. No. And, and we're big researchers too. Like, you know, once we realized Houston was an option, you know, we're on every website, city data, you know, whatever website you can get on that's telling people and people are like, Oh, it took me like three or six months to get used to, but then it was right. fine. No. I mean, and I mean, maybe our experience is different. You know, we paid for two homes for six months. So if there's a financial strain to it as well, Yeah. but I mean, compared to where we came from, again, been, been to Chicago and other cities I've never lived, but vacationed and whatnot, yeah. Orlando. Um, it didn't compare the the expansiveness of Houston, the traffic. I always mention traffic. There's, I know there are places that are worse, but there's just so many people. Yeah. Even though the the infrastructure is made for, which is cool, but just did not expect it. It was a it was a slap in the face, man. And it's still, even though the infrastructure is not not terrible, yeah. it's still not enough. No, and it's not they complete. Can't, they can't keep up with it. No. And it, I I know that's that way in a lot of places. It so is. it's not, but it's just like. Fuck. I know. Seriously, it's there's it's there's struggle. places that I just refuse to go at certain times. Like yeah. once it gets to a certain time of night, I'm fucking. I'm not no. getting on I ten. No, no. I, I just refuse. No, we have a strategy. It's only, I mean, I don't say I have it written down anywhere, but I almost have like I can go. I can go to this place between X and the X time yep. before it turns from crazy to like I want to kill myself crazy right. and wait in line and wait in traffic and you know get. It's just, yeah. So you have to strategize where we go. You know, most things we go out to eat, for instance, we go out for lunch and not dinner just to avoid the chaos. Yeah. It's, I, and there'll be places like if I have to go to like Montrose or something like that, there's a bakery that we really like that's over there. And it's, it's, you know, they, but fortunately they open at like seven in the morning. Oh, nice. So if I'm going to go there. I get up at the crack of dawn <laughs> and I will drive over there at and, and on the weekend, not course, obviously course, during the week because 7 a.m. Yeah, might as well yeah, just suicide. Yeah. But you drive over there and you can get there and back in 45 minutes. Nice. You know, because you get – no one is awake at 7 o'clock in the morning here in Houston for the most part. True. What's funny is – so I can't remember if it was the first time or the second time that – I think it must have been the second time that we came to Houston. Um, it was the second time because it was when we um, came to, to actually put money down on the house. We had to go get checks because we had specifically stayed at the Omni Hotel, which was right across the street from Nikki's uh, headquarters because uh, our credit union was there. Yeah. So we came down and uh, I got an eight at three o'clock in the morning. And there was no one there. I was like, oh, this is so nice. Like, this is the best drive ever. Yeah. But it's just, like, literally, the only time there aren't people on the roads, that there's an overabundance of people is the middle of the night. Yeah. But any other time, it's like the number of people that are on the road is like a rush hour traffic in almost yes. any other place. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a crazy thing. And it, it I mean, we're, we're more used to it now. Again, there's a strategy to it and just knowing where to go and where not to go. 
and it's fine. Like it took us a while to become, I wouldn't say I'm indifferent about traffic, but that's yeah. the, that's my goal is to be indifferent. I'm never going to be like, Oh, I really like it. That's great. Let's go yeah. somewhere. Let's get in the, <laughs> get in the car kids. Like, but, uh, I mean, I, I want to get to a point where like, eh, it's traffic, whatever, 45 minutes. Fuck it. Like I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not at that point yet. I don't yeah. know if I ever will be, but that's and, my goal. And I'm, I'm very thankful where I'm, my house is located in conjunction with where my office is. That's cool. And because of my hours, you know, I leave the house at 5.15 in the morning. So I I don't have to take the tollway to work. So that saves me money of not that's taking nice. the tollway. I can that, just take West. That tollway is expensive too. And, But it's so worth it on the way home. Oh, yeah. Because when I leave at 6, yeah, and I know people are listening to this, like, like are we yeah. really going to talk about traffic yeah, for five keep minutes? Going or... and so I apologize. But <laughs> it, it the tollway is such a lifesaver. It is. Because man. if I try to take Westheimer home at 6 o'clock at night, to get from where my work is, and it's nine miles away. Damn. It literally, there was one night where, for some reason, I can't remember what was happening, but I, I either couldn't take, oh, I remember, my debit card had been, uh, um, I had fraud on my debit card, so my card oh, was canceled, yeah. and I had not, I didn't switch um, my payment on my toll tag, so I could not take the tollway. I had to take Westheimer home. It took me an hour and five minutes nine to go miles. nine miles. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's never going to happen again. No. So you've been here for four years. Yes, sir. Have So we kind of decided to put this Sunday church thing together because yeah. I feel like when you meet people that you're friendly with, like if you just hang out with them at the bar, like you can't ever, like I don't feel like you really get to know people that well. Like you get, you only like know them like to a certain extent. Right. Have you had any other instances where like you've met people out and then were like, "Hey, let's hang out in other places," or do you mostly just like see people when you're out? No, this is honestly, it was cool to meet up with this group actually because it's given us an excuse to do that. But no, we haven't really been open minded maybe to yeah. the the prospect of you know, <laughs> I can't friend dating is that a good way to put it i mean i'm looking for a date we're right. looking to be more than friends right with with somebody else but no we haven't done that so you know outside of you know the work friends which i have some close ones right. there um but i always stay kind of an arm's length from them because if you ever change jobs that most yeah. likely is down the shitter um so no this is this is what's cool about this atmosphere that you guys have created for us because it's given us another avenue outside of work that's completely unrelated yeah. um, to be close to people. And that's been really cool for us. We've actually, this year has been, I would say, the probably the best year we've had in Houston. And mainly because you guys kind of bringing us into that. And this has kind of created this, I like it. I don't and know and what's interesting is that almost all of this has come about because of Nikki's oh, obsession yeah. with these fucking murder podcasts. Well, yeah, which, obviously. Which I don't, My wife too. I don't care about them at all. No. But what I love about them is the fact that they opened a door for her to find people that she would enjoy spending time with. Yeah. And because when we lived in Oklahoma, she had a couple friends that she would hang out with, but not a lot. Like, And not people that she could regularly hang out with. Right. And a lot of... you know, We were talking earlier just out in the living room, and she... So many people, you know, they have kids or they have all this other stuff that they have going on, which is understandable. Like, this is the world that we live in. So not everyone can commit to hanging out for, I mean, fuck, it's nine o'clock. We've all been hanging out for like five hours, yeah. you know, and that's awesome. You know, that, you it have, is. that we have the time to do that. There's plenty of people that don't have time. And, it's true. and and the whole purpose of Sunday church is not for people to come at four in the afternoon and stay till 11. <laughs> that's that they don't have to do that. It's just like, hey, we're here and available 
people can come through and then stay and go and do whatever. And we're hoping that more and more people will come. And it, as with the one, the one big frustration that I have about Houston is there's a lot of people here in Houston that I've found that will say, I definitely want to do this and we're going to come over and we're definitely going to go. And then they don't show up. Yeah. Or the last minute's like, sorry, I can't make it. No, but I definitely feel like there's more of that here. I don't know. I, I'm my theory on that is, you know, because Houston is so big and people maybe are indifferent about yeah. that, that when they think about traveling somewhere, they're like, uh, my PJs and Netflix. So <laughs> no, may I'll stay home instead. No, I mean, because again, in Michigan where everything was really 15 minutes away, yeah. you'd get that somewhat, but I think it's, it's heavier here. And I, yeah. I, my theory is again, it's that even the people that are used to the traffic are used to how far away things are um it still gets to them if they have the choice yeah for sure and i mean it's not like we've never said hey we're gonna be oh, somewhere in that we absolutely don't show not up. no I, I i the the ones that really frustrate me are the people that say they're gonna show up and then don't bother to say they're Agreed. not coming read that i can't i can forgive most anything yeah but if you tell me you're gonna be somewhere and yeah. you don't have the courtesy of saying that you something came up or you know whatever like i can always forgive heck couldn't make it such yeah. and such came up but if you say you're going to show up and then you don't come, no. I don't have time for people like no, that. No, man. It's and a it's, verbal handshake that got no, – yeah. else they – yeah, I don't know. Spit. No, it's always, spit's always disrespectful. I don't know where that fits into this. <laughs> but they spit somewhere and now they don't show up and it's, it's, it's rude. Like, like my buddy Marty was going to come out tonight, but he, he had a family obligation. He sure. had a Christmas party. Yeah. And then he texted me a little while ago. He was like, dude, there was an accident between here and Celia and like it's like an hour drive took us three hours to get home. It's like – you know, he has to work in the morning. Yeah, I'm exactly. not asking him. You don't have to, like, break your arm or whatever. Right. You know, it's, like, it's, it's an open opportunity to come hang out. So, um, so what do you, you – you were recruited. I've never been recruited for anything in my life. Right. So what, what do you do for work that got you recruited to come to Houston? Uh, well, I'm a uh, – this gets confusing because my industry is very specific. But, I mean, essentially now – So I, you're I, in porn? More specific. Oh, more specific. Not more specific it's than German, tentacles. Germ, German porn? German tentacle porn. <laughs> that was Japanese tentacle porn from the 1800s. Thank you very much. Well, German just is loud. It's a lot louder. That's all it is. A lot louder. So, <laughs> I mean, my my title is a solutions architect where I essentially project manage um, technology solutions for clients. Uh, into our suite of technologies, and that ranges from a whole bunch of things. Again, the PEO industry. That is, sounds like a made-up job. I might have just made it up. You're just making shit up on the podcast. I, mean, I, I made up German tentacle porn, which is <laughs> that's not, not a made thing. up. That's actually a real thing. Well, I mean, I, sure. that's more of a mashup than a made-up. You're right. You're right on that. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, I mean, it's it's IT related, obviously, right. but it's more project management, um, just overseeing technologies that get implemented, and you know, for for clients that come on that. Because, again, we, we do outsourcing, so it's payroll outsourcing, HR outsourcing, risk management outsourcing, benefit outsourcing. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's included in there. We have a lot of technologies tied to that. So a client can ask to get in some or all of it. They, a lot of them will pay for all of it but not use all of it. So I'm there to determine what do they need and what interim solution do we need to provide or help create until they get on our platforms because there's a delay, obviously, with implementation. Right. So um, that's kind of how I got into it. It's only because I've worked for a PEO before. Um, 
that kind of got me into this job, but I thought the, the softwares that I've used in the past are happen to be the same softwares. That's really where I got into it. I had extensive knowledge on the softwares prior in an unrelated role that got me into this role. So, so you like basically you're like a smart computer person. I wouldn't. I'm not even. I'm not as smart as the real computer people. Well, like I'm yeah. like fake smart. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I can fake, fake it till I make it. And I, have, and I have made it. That's all you got to do, really. <laughs> Just pretend. I have, I have like, the, the, uh, a job that has a cool title that is so, like, not cool. I'm a logistics specialist, which sounds like it's a cool job. Yeah, logistics just sounds so important. Yeah. And it's not, really. Oh. I basically make sure that uh, truck drivers take gas to gas stations. It's I mean, not really that exciting. I mean, it's kind of important for a lot of people. Yeah, but, gas is important. You know, I'm a logistics manager for a Fortune 500 oil company. Hey, specializing in gas and no light oils distribution on the West Coast <laughs> and Colorado. Wow! So that's what I do. That's pretty fancy. It's weird. I don't understand my job really. <laughs> I just they told they they showed me what to do and they're like, here, this is what you do every day. I just show up and do it. I don't really understand it. I just, you know, if this is if this is red, it means it's bad. You need to call someone. If it's yellow, send an email. If it's green, it's fine. That's basically what my job is every day. That's nice. I, I, I've had like jobs where I don't know what I'm doing every day, and jobs where anything can really happen. And I've, in some ways, I've grown to like appreciate the routine of my day. Like, I know when I come in, I have to do this, and I know pretty much how long it's going to take, and then I know how much time I can spend watching YouTube before I need to start working again, <laughs> and then I have my lunch, and then I have to work a little bit more, and then I can, you know, do whatever. So I kind of, I've kind of grown accustomed to that, but I'm kind of ready to do something else. I'm tired of, like, working 12-hour days. I would too, man. Scheduled scheduled 12-hour days. Like, Ugh. I understand there's going to be days where you work long hours in yeah. certain jobs, but... These schedule twelves, man, are burning out. I'm That's like at, brutal. I'm like at three years of this now. I'm like yeah. kind of ready to be doing something else. I don't blame you for that. You know what are you gonna do? What uh? What do you guys? So we know that uh, your wife's into the murder podcast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I tell you, I'm, I I wake up scared every day. <laughs> What's gonna be in my meal? What's gonna be in my? Why am I having her make my food? That is a rookie move. Really is. <laughs> uh, what are you? What are some of those things that you're into? Because we, you and I have not really sat down and like had a get to know you conversation. So That's why not true. just record it and share it with everyone? All right, I'm ready. All right. Um, so world, this is the first time you're hearing this. No, there's nothing crazy. So first and foremost, I am a hobbyist when it comes to retro video games. Okay. That's what I collect. That's a, Do I call it a passion? Mm, it's hard to call it. I'm. Not, I have a lot. I have over 1,500 games, over 20 systems, wow. um, ranging. I had all the things back to Atari and the original Pong yep. machines, which I still have. Uh, I don't play them, though, so I'm actually moving to get rid of those. My, but My buddy Dana Wessel's ears just perked up hey. in this conversation. He's, yeah. uh, he's a big uh, retro gamer. Yeah, His wife uh, bought him a Donkey Kong machine oh, for cool. uh, his birthday a couple that's of awesome. years ago. That's awesome. Yeah, I have a little bar top, um, Mame Arcade, that has 80-some games on it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, the, the the main one that I collected for, obviously, because of nostalgia in my age, NES. Yep. Um, so I have almost 500 games of that. Wow. And there are over 800 of that. So that, I'm over halfway there on that one. Now, okay, I'm not, I have NES questions, but go ahead. No, please. I can't wait. Okay. So do you remember? How old are you? 
37. So we're the same age. Yes. Sir. I'm 38. Yep. Do you remember when you got your first Nintendo? Yes. I there well and there's video proof of it too. Oh, it, your parents have video of it? Yes, they do. VHS, baby. Wow. Yeah. I don't have video proof of it, but I distinctly remember I got my first Nintendo uh when I was a C. So it would have been what year did they come out? 87? 80 Technically about 86. Okay. So I... It wasn't really popular until 88, 89, though. 88's when it really, really took off. And I guess when we got ours. So I got mine for my birthday, and it would have been... I would have been second grade. I can't remember the exact year. I think it was 89. Yeah. I think. Is a nine-year-old in second grade? I don't. They hey, can't. Nikki. Let me eight years old, nine years old. Is, how old are how old are second graders usually? And how many can you fight? Huh? Seven. Seven Okay, so it was probably summer of '88, or okay. it was either summer of '88 or summer of '89. Yeah. For my birthday, I have, a, I have an August birthday. I had a big sleepover. All the kids were there. The, the thing that was screwed up was my dad worked swing shift. Okay. So he worked until like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. So he wasn't there when I opened my my birthday presents, and we got my Nintendo, and I was so excited! It's amazing! I I get to, I get to play Super Mario yes. Brothers and Duck Hunt. Oh this God. is amazing! Uh. And then we open it up. My mom can't figure out how to hook the thing up because <laughs> it has the thing you have to hook in. It has the switcher, yeah. so you have to hook the cable into the switcher and then hook it into. The, yeah. She didn't know how to do it. We that, couldn't figure it still, out. That's why they got rid of it. It's too difficult. So she had. Like a house full of eight and nine-year-olds, and she can't figure out hookup. So we all <laughs> stayed awake oh, no. until my dad got home from work. My dad comes home. There's like nine, nine, eight, nine-year-olds. He's just like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> so he's like, I'm like, dad, dad, dad. We couldn't figure out how to hook up my Nintendo. Can you hook it up, please? Please, please, please. And he hooked it up, and then it was like... The shit was on glorious. Ugh. What's your so? What's your favorite classic NES game? I love Tecmo Super Bowl. I can play it over and over. I still play it today. Yeah. If I'm playing any game, I pull that out. Dude, I'm coming over. We're gonna play. Dude, I would. I will play NES games. We'll with you. look at a whole season. Dude, <laughs> so you have 500 games. So I'm assuming that you have my favorite games, which are. Uh, RBI Baseball. All of them. Like the gold one, the gold cartridge. Is there a gold cartridge one? They're, they're all black in RBI. Are they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a gold I mean, there cartridge. might have been a gold one. Maybe it's a rare variant, but I mean, the, in general, those are all Tengen games and they're they're all black cartridges. Okay. Yeah. Is it black with a gold sticker, maybe? Yes, yes. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I have all those, though, yes. So RBI Baseball was my favorite game. That is the, the, my favorite baseball game on the series, too. The, yeah. My brilliant tactic when I was a kid was it was coming up on Father's Day. And I really wanted RBI Baseball. And I conned my mom into buying RBI Baseball to give to my dad for, va- for Father's Day. I was like, no, he said that he would really like this game. I think he totally would. So, like, I got her to buy it. I had to wait two weeks to play it. But I don't think my dad ever played it more than, like, one time. Yeah. I think my favorite team to play with on that game was the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. The Brett Saberhagen was like a beast in that game. Yes. Yeah. So you like see a little bit of legit knowledge from that game. I, I love, love that it. game. Yeah, it's great. I the last time I played that game, there was a bar in St. Paul, Minnesota 
called Chatterbox. And it was a, uh, a pub. It was like an arcade pub. You could go and you could sit around a little console TV and you could pick out games and play and sit there and play and drink beer. Oh. That was the last time I played. It was like 10 years ago. That's great. And then what else did I love? Obviously, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. It's a classic. So great. And uh, what was the other game that I really liked? It's a terrible game, but I loved it. Excite Bike. That game's fun. It is. I, I, I mean, I the love it. The music is. The second you have the music, you're, you're, you're taken back to the exactly. first day you played it. It's awesome. Oh, man. No, I want to play I, like, I have both versions of Mike. Of, because there's Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and Punch-Out. Uh, the yeah, un- yeah, the yeah. unlicensed Mike Tyson version. I have both of them. They're yeah. essentially the same, except for you play um, Macho Man at the end or Mr. Dream instead of Mike Tyson. But, yeah, I yeah. had Tyson's punch out. Yeah, that's a good one. I, uh, so now with like these, so do you have to play them on like an old TV? Or do no. you have a, or do you ha- can you hook it up to like a real nice flat screen? Uh, I have a, uh, uh, like an HD. Uh, NES player yeah. that I can pop in any cartridge and it plays yeah. in 720 HD. Ooh. So now the I don't. It's by Hyperkin. No plug there, but uh, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the colors a little off from the original, yeah. but I still play the original on it. It doesn't look as nice. It stretches it a little more than yeah. you want to, but it still works. You can see a lot of the interlacing, but it still allows okay. you to do it. You can change settings on the TV to play it. So I play it both ways. As with a lot of things, I'm kind of just like fringy. Like, yeah. like I'm not good at video games. Like I don't Dude, really, I'm not either. Like, I'm just Except like, for Tecmo Super Bowl. I'm really good at that. I love playing Tecmo Bowl. It's so good. I loved like Bo Jackson was such a beast right? in that game. Un- unstoppable. Oh, God. Now I want to play Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> hey, um, you guys are just going to stay here. I'm going to go. Uh, and we're going to go play uh, Nintendo games. All right. See you All right. Bye. bye <laughs> <laughs> nobody and Adam, nobody wants me and Adam are just going to leave and play video games. It's That's totally fine. Yeah. No, we didn't plan that though. I'm totally, I'm always in Michigan. I'd always have uh, retro parties Yeah. where I just have people said, Hey, BYOB, I'll bring some food, weenies and, and, and yes. barbecue sauce. That's what, that was my yeah, go-to yeah. staple. For anybody that watches, I did not make enough. By no, the way, no, we use I did two packs, but um, no, no judgment, whatever. Um, but I would have these because again, Michigan North, you had basements. Right. I had I had a wet bar in my basement. I had a huge sixty-five inch TV, surround sound, big couch, that, and I'd have all my games there. I'm like, hey, you guys, just here's all the systems. Plug in what you want, play what you want. And we played all night from like five in the afternoon to like two in the morning. Yeah, it was awesome that would be amazing and that we usually end the night with like rock band because those are great party games when you're drunk yeah um pretty much, pretty much karaoke but yeah super fun though so I, I haven't had been able to share it here uh the retro gaming passion as far as friends i've met aren't interested in it right. or are too young to care yeah so this is really cool for me i i, I would definitely be down all right cool. um so i i did have an n64 for yeah. a while never super got into it yeah like um that started when the game started to be getting a little too complicated for I, me. I agree with like, that. Like I'm an A B button guy. Like I don't <laughs> I don't like I get like all these kids are like with their X's and O's and like squares and like whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. That's why so, people, I, I don't care, but <laughs> so I get I get frustrated when I try to play my Tiger Woods game on my PlayStation. Oh yeah. Because I am old school Tiger Woods golf on PC. Oh, okay. I yeah. could dominate on that fucking game. Sure. But I'm a triple clicker. Oh, one, two, I'm three. A, yeah. I'm a one, two, three clicker. Yeah, yeah. And you can't do that on these fucking video games. Yeah, I don't like that. Now, there's. 
There was a golf game that I oh, uh, it's called Everybody Golf on PS4. Okay, that's like that. It actually does the one two three, which okay. is way easier. Uh, and it's cool because apparently that game is what's Japan only until this one. Oh wow, it's kind of, it got that old school flair to yeah. it. So you get the. Like the games I really liked as a kid, actually on the Sega Genesis, so it was called just PGA Tour, yep. PGA Tour Two, PGA Tour Three. Those games I was good. I had millions of dollars on that save game until yep. one of these motherfucking babysitting kids <laughs> broke the battery or something. I lost all my <laughs> money, man. It's all gone. On my tour winnings, I turned back to an amateur. I never played it since. Yeah. So I, I've I've recently uh, last week I had uh, Brad Lane on my podcast, who was the gentleman that hired me for my radio job in Minneapolis. Okay. And he hired me to, to do overnight producer work and running a board. And I don't know if he's going to care about this at now because obviously it's like been 10 years. But so basically in that job, you had to really work for one hour at the start of your shift and one hour at the end. The rest of the time, you're kind of just watching the radio station to make sure everything runs the way it's supposed to. Sure. So I would bring my laptop with me and I had... Tiger Woods Golf on my laptop. Okay. I could play four rounds of Tiger Woods in the hours between when I didn't have work. And I mean, not like I wouldn't just sit there and pound it consecutively. Sure. But, you know, you get up, take a break or whatever. Sure. So I would play. I was playing like eight to anywhere from eight to 14 rounds of Tiger Woods Golf a weekend. Wow. And I was, I would crush on that game. Oh, I would shoot 58s, 57s, (laughs) just like crushing people. I miss those days. Yeah, that sounds amazing. One of the things I got, I I think I heard Nikki telling this story about when she was, the reason we, the whole reason I even have a PS3 is she was going to school. Yeah. And she spent a semester, like basically in our spare room every night after work. And I got bored and I was like, I'm buying a PS3. And I bought, the PS3, I bought an extra controller, I bought the PS3 remote, and then I bought an NHL hockey game, I bought, uh, what's the, uh, not Metal Gear, um, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. I bought a baseball game, and I bought Tiger Woods, or I bought uh, Golf, and it's the Masters Edition. Oh, yeah. Because I always wanted to play Augusta National. I spent right? like 65 bucks on this game just yeah. so I could like play this special edition game. But what uh, – did, did you play Sega Dreamcast at all? I mean, I own it. I own two of them, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah it was a game – we or it's a place a, – a system we actually had as a kid. Yeah. So I have played it as a kid, you know, early 2000s, late 90s, whatever it was. Um, and I played it a little bit here. I haven't yeah. been on it much, but I mean – it's a, it was a cool system. I, I loved the graphics. I loved the sports games on it. Yes. I loved the controller. That yep. controller gets so much hate, and I loved it. It was I never felt pain in that thing. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. So I love it. I am very fond of that system. My two favorite games ever are on that system, NFL 2K Dude. and NBA 2K. Those Dude, two games were so good. I played the NBA 2K, create a player, made a yep. guy with a huge fro, big center guy with athletic. It just, it's fun. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Both those games, those NFL games, they're they're so good. Yeah. They're so good. I played those. I played a craft. I, I own multiple copies of both of them because they're super cheap now. You yeah. find them everywhere. Well, not everywhere. Those, that system's kind of rare now. Yeah. Which it kind of sucks because there's some games on it like Power Stone that is like 
pretty much like Smash Brothers now. Yeah. And my brothers played it, and I never really cared for it, but it's super, super popular now, and I can't find it anywhere. So, so there's a there's a wrestler. Uh, his uh, like his wrestling name is Xavier Woods, but uh, his like his real name is Austin Creed, and he has a YouTube show called Up Up Down Down. Oh, okay. And so they do a lot of stuff with video games. Yeah. And one of the episodes, they were in Japan. And they went to this Japanese video game store. That all I can think about is like how much amazing, how much, how much fun that you would have. I would love that going and looking at all those games in Tokyo. Seriously, so maybe you need to add that to your bucket list, dude. I, like, I uh, Tokyo's on my list. I don't know if it's on Wendy's list. Yeah, but it's on my list because their weird is more weird than any other weird. <laughs> their weird is a different stratosphere of For weird. Sure. I would love to see it. So what I've rambled like as I tend to do because it's my podcast and I feel like I should talk the whole time. What are some of your favorite games to play? Uh, I mean, Tecmo Super Bowl, obviously, on, on NES. Uh, I like DuckTales a lot. That game is actually really, really fun. Uh, the music's really uh, epic for me. Very nostalgic. Yeah, it's great. That cartoon, by the way, I I've been thinking about cartoon. watching it on YouTube. I'm like, I bet you it Because there's a new one out. Yeah. Sidetrack. But new one out that not doesn't have the same feel to yeah. it, even though it's not bad, but... It's a Scrooge voice. Like Scrooge McDuck needs yep. to have the same voice. He needs to jump in that big old bin of money Fuck and yes. swim around in the it. The only person in the whole th- show. Yes. He could dive in, but that was it. Yeah, no one else can do it. So um, so I love that game. It's harder for me to... You know, Mario 3 is obviously really good. Um, there's a ton of games on it. It's hard for me to pinpoint it. Right. Um, but I have a lot, though. I mean, since I have over 500, I haven't played all of them. Oh, really? No, okay. of course not. Do you have so some many. that are like just in... Do you have some that are still like in the box that you've never even opened and stuff like that? I, I just have, have like collector's items? Um, no. Like, I mean, I don't have... I take the back. I have... I don't have any sealed okay. uh, NES games. I have one sealed um, special edition uh, game that it's made recently yeah that uh that i purchased as a limited run that i haven't opened it's a whole bunch of the remember those old bible games they used to have um they had a no. whole bunch on the nes that were unlicensed um but some of those games are actually well made not all of them some right. of them sucked um, bible games yeah there's like they were just puzzle games one was called josh one was called exodus one was okay. called bible buffet there's a whole bunch of games like that anyway uh this wisdom tree that made it actually made a special edition thing which again i don't the that, that doesn't matter to me i don't into bible stuff right. or whatever like but um, some of those games are actually really fun and, and they're harder to find and make cool just to be able to have something to play them. Right. But I haven't opened it. It's got like special artwork and a limited number of like 500 or whatever. But right. That's the only one I've sealed. But in general, I want to play them. If I'm, if I'm buying a game, I want to play it. So I'll, if I, even if I find one sealed, I will sell it to somebody who cares. Right. Cause I don't care. Um, I want to play it, but I do have games in the box. I, there was a rental store, uh, that was our movie rental store that sold games yep. uh, close to where we lived. And we walked in one day to go rent a movie, and they were selling all their old rental games. A ton of Nintendo games for two dollars a piece with the boxes. I bought Ooh. every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't collecting that. I just like, this is two the twenty bucks, and I'm buying all these games. Yeah. yeah. Let, sign me up. I'll buy all of them. So you know, Battle Toads, which that's another game that's really fun to play. Okay. Uh, but I have a lot that are in the box, have manuals and stuff, which I don't care for necessarily, but I do like it if I find it. Yeah. I'll keep it and keep it. Do you? Have you flipped games like like stuff you bought a long time ago that you've now sold? Because oh yeah, like retro gaming's become a real big thing huge, now. Huge Nintendo, the Nintendo ones especially, they're seeing a little fall now. But there was a time even a couple of years ago, uh, like a like the first year we moved here, um, I estimated looking at all these apps and all these websites that I look at as right. far as the value. I said there's a lot of other games for other systems that I really want, and I have you know five or six really high priced games. You know high almost a hundred dollar games right like just under a hundred dollar games that i could sell all of these and buy you know 
a shit ton of all these games that I want and other right. systems and play those, yep. uh, which I did. The sad thing, looking back hindsight, which doesn't really matter to me too much, those games have still went up in value. Yeah, uh, there a lot of them that were just under a hundred are now way over a hundred, and they're way harder to find because people that collect <laughs> them that don't sell them. Right now, the market's the opposite of being saturated. Yeah. Nobody can find them, so yeah. um, it's kind of sad because again, I don't care to complete all of them. But there were games that I would have liked to have again yeah. that I'll never get for the price that I even found them for the first. So I have flipped them and done it. Um, I, I find a lot of – I mean, I game hunt often enough where I find duplicates of things that I already own, and I'll switch it up with a condition that's better right. and then just sell the other one on eBay or you know even the retro gaming market here, which I haven't done too much on. Um, but I could even sell it to somebody I know there yeah. and or a game store, which I, they'll not give me as much, um, but it is an option. What I've, what I've found interesting is – like like I mentioned before, my buddy Dana, he's really into like um, going and playing video games like barcades and stuff like oh, yeah. that. I'm shocked that there aren't like there isn't like a big barcade here in Houston. Yeah, I like, don't there's like there's like in Minneapolis and Des Moines stuff like this, there's a place called what is it? Um shit, he's gonna be mad at me. <laughs> but no, it's called Up Down. Up Down, oh okay. I think that's what it's called. Sorry, Dana. I know that you're friends with those guys. <laughs> Shit. Um, but yeah, I, I just am surprised that that's not a thing that's here. That should be a thing. Like they have maybe, one in. Should I make it a thing? I've been looking for should. some side hustle. That's more than a side hustle, side but still. Hustle. Right? Hey, mm. you you do that. I'll, I'll uh, hire me. I'll man. I'll be your manager. Done. I'll run the place. Okay. You know, I've here. Let me just pitch you my idea. <laughs> Let's go. Because I've been wanting. I want to open a. Like a chicken wing kind of restaurant sort of place. Okay. And at first I wanted to call it On Drunken Wing. Okay. All right. But Nikki and I have decided that we're, that's not what we're going to... That's what we're going to call one of the wing sauces is called On Drunken Wing. Okay. Do you ever eat sushi? Do you ever yes. go to sushi places? No, do I go to sushi places? No, because Wendy doesn't like it. Okay. But I like sushi a lot. Okay. So you know like when you get sushi, like you have eel sauce? Yeah. I want eel sauce chicken wings. I think eel sauce chicken wings would be fucking amazing. I would totally try it. And especially if you take eel sauce and throw like some red pepper flake in there or add a little heat to it. Yeah. To counter. Like you could do the regular eel sauce fine, but also like some with maybe some red pepper flake or like a hot sauce, like kind of a, like a mix of buffalo and eel sauce together. Yeah. I think that would be really awesome. That that would be, that would be the drunken wing sauce. That sounds really, really good. But so we decided that we want to call the restaurant the tubby furnace. The tubby furnace. I just, it seems like a really rad name for a place. But okay. so maybe we open a barcade and sell the wings at the barcade. The thing is, though, you got to be careful because you want you want people with sticky fingers playing those video games. We have to be careful about That's that. That's a good point. But if you're selling a lot of alcohol, this is going to be issues anyway. Yeah. There's got to be a way to fortify those machines with that to take that punishment. But, I agree uh, with that. No, we can. And it, yeah, I'm thinking we could even come up with a. If we could tie that into something retro. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to think about this because I've honestly, I, I said, I'd love to do something outside of what I do. I mean, obviously I love yeah. what I do uh, and that's cool, but I think it's cool. Well, I hate what I do. Yeah, I know. So. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, still for me to like, I always think I have, you know, good ideas, creative with things. You build a podcast studio there. Right. And then you build oh. a podcast studio. Yeah. And you lease podcast you lease studio time to people so if people want to do their podcast they come in 
And if you get people that have a following, maybe they'll bring people may bring people to your business. Have a little tiny section for audience there members. That'd be cool. That's a I like this. I like things that uh, do crossovers where it's two things that I hit seem unrelated. With my microphone. No, it looks totally natural though. Yeah, I mean, but if two, two crossover things that make sense that maybe right. people don't think they make sense, you make it make sense. Well, after some technical difficulties, we've uh, we've come back to the podcast. So as we uh, we were in the, we were just we were rolling. I know. And all of a sudden, you were in the middle of a sentence talking about how you take ideas that don't seem to make sense and you put them together and you make them make sense. Yeah. And then my recording just stopped working. And that didn't out of make the middle sense. Of nowhere. That makes no sense. Yeah. So, but we figured it out. We've made it make sense. And we're 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 back to to give the people a a proper close to the podcast. Let's close the so loop. we sound like fucking professionals around here. Well, I'm I'm still pretty amateur hour, but okay, it's fine. But you know what? It, and for people that are listening to this, Adam's never done a podcast before, but I feel like I mean he's pretty much crushed this, and I think we're definitely gonna have to have him back on for for more conversations. I think he probably should do his own podcast, which will take away from his ability to do my podcast right, as often. Right, right. But you know, that's. We're, we're, we're all trying to make make our way in the world and you know we all have stories to tell so you go tell your story sir go out into the world grow build your brand very fatherly thing to say when you okay when you have when you have a thousand more subscribers then you can you know put them on then you can see you can get big and famous and then you can promote my podcast and maybe some people will start listening well, to obviously it. that would be a beautiful thing yeah well I feel like if nothing else just getting this great podcast has made Sunday Church a worthwhile experiment for the first time. I think we definitely need to keep doing it. I'm totally down for it, man. What, this is I great. do, I do have other ideas for. I, I do want to make Sunday Church part of the content of this podcast network, and I actually want to build up, make the studio a little bit bigger, add some microphones, and have other people just you know to actually sit around and do. Yeah, it'd be fun. So that's something we'll probably look forward to in the future. Um, are you are you a big social media guy? And do you have a way of, like people out there like like you know if they want to talk to you or chat you up or whatever? Are you a Twitter guy or Instagram? Or? I mean, I have Twitter. I don't use it, but Adam underscore Furrow is my handle. Uh, Facebook, I don't have Instagram. I might only have Instagram to be a like slash follower of Wendy's. Okay, uh, uh, dog related nonsense. So I don't technically use it for anything personal for me. Um, yeah, and I'm on Reddit, so there's nothing <laughs> that, that doesn't really count. So people can't really get not, in touch not, with you I at guess, all. I guess they have to just knock on my door. Well, if you have questions for Adam or you want me to ask him something, you can send me a tweet. Uh, you know how to get a hold of me at Dustin P. Jones on Twitter, at Jogpod on Twitter. You can always email the show, jogpod at gmail.com, of course, to participate in questions uh, with any of the stuff that we've talked about on tonight's episode or any other episode. Or if you want to ask questions about me, 
to me for the podcast. Anything that you want to know. If you want to get involved with the podcast, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, if you have any connections to uh, Padma Lakshmi from Top Chef or Kevin Smith, so I can have them on my podcast. They're my two, like, those are the two guests I want to have most for two specific episodes. Um, you know, if you're out there listening, make that happen for me. It's not, how can it, how can it be that hard? You know, we live in a world of miracles, so let's make that happen. Um... Anything you want to add? Anything before we wrap this up and get out here? I mean, no. I mean, thanks for having me on. This is fun. Uh, eating some charcuterie board stuff and some wine is a good combination with this. It's a good I, way to do a podcast, I think right? It's the, I think it's the only way. Now that I'm thinking about <laughs> it, if you really break it down. But no, I appreciate it. I'm happy to do more. I think it'll be fun for me. Absolutely. We'll just knock out a few podcasts and call it a day. For sure. All right, we're gonna get out of here. This is uh, the last podcast that's gonna go up before our special holiday season podcast. We got a Christmas episode that will be coming up next week. And then two weeks, we're going to have a 2018 wrap up. We're going to talk with some of our regulars here on the jog pod, talk about their favorite movies, TV shows, some of their favorite things that happened in 2018. So that's the schedule that you have to look forward to coming up for the next couple weeks here on the show. And then once the calendar turns over to 2019, we'll get into uh, some new shows. Definitely going to be doing some recording of podcast content um, while I'm in Oregon, taking the uh, on the road equipment to bring the on the road series back to jog pod. Going to definitely get my sister on for a live podcast. Skyler will be back on. Probably get a couple cocktails and maybe a few other substances in my mom. And then stick her a microphone in front of her and get her going. That's always a good time. Mom hasn't been on since we did like, what, three episodes with her uh, quite a while ago. So that is something to definitely look forward to. Lots and lots of stuff still to come here for 2018 on Just Another White Guys podcast. And as we roll into 2019, have lots of fun stuff to look forward to. I am so thankful for each and every one of you that take the time to listen to this podcast, share and subscribe it with everyone. Get it out there into the world. I do really appreciate it. For this week's episode... I'm Dustin Jones. Always protect the five hole. Hey, Ty, who's your favorite person? Only Dustin. Fucking right. Too much. Oh, that hurt. Oh, too much. Too much. Oh, it's too big. It was too much.